Blog Talk Radio. You are solely responsible for your interactions with other listeners of the Love Zone USA. You understand that the Love Zone USA does not in any way screen its listeners, nor does the Love Zone USA inquire into the backgrounds of its listeners or attempt to verify the statements of its listeners. The Love Zone USA makes no representations or warranties as to the conduct of its listeners or their compatibility with any current or future listeners. In no event shall the Love Zone USA or Blog Talk Radio be liable for any damages whatsoever, whether direct, indirect, general, special, compensatory, consequential, and or incidental, arising out of or relating to the conduct of you or anyone else in connection with the use of this service, including without limitation bodily injury, emotional distress, and or any other damages resulting from communications or meetings with other listeners of this service or persons you meet through this service. You agree to take reasonable precautions in all interactions with other listeners of the Love Zone USA, particularly if you decide to meet in person. In addition, you understand that the Love Zone USA makes no guarantees, either expressed or implied, regarding your ultimate compatibility with individuals you meet through listening to the Love Zone USA. The Love Zone USA. The Love Zone USA.
Welcome to the LoveZoneUSA.com. It's the place where you can listen to your heart and we live and learn. My name is Mike T. We're here to spread love all over the world through our various platforms, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and we now have added iHeartRadio. There are some other platforms coming in the future, but we'd like to welcome all of our listeners who have been joining us through iHeartRadio. Yes, you can listen to us now. Just download the free app, go to iHeartRadio, and type in the Love Zone USA, and you will pull us up, and you can listen to all our shows that way. Well, tonight we've got a uh, very interesting show. I've been doing this for a while, and uh, for eight years now, actually. Next year will be my ninth year. Whoa, on the internet. And at Blog Talk. And in so doing it, for all these years, I've never done a show like this one. And it's entitled, Irreconcilable Differences, Compatibility. Because when I first started to look into doing this show and see if we could put together information that would probably help people make better choices and their mates, <coughs> excuse me, the idea was <coughs> that we could, how can I say, find things that would give people information to make better choices. Simple as that. <coughs> Ah, I'm going to have to get some water in a minute. But in the meantime, so when I went to the courthouses to look at the five reasons for divorces, I found what I call the five reasons were, one, finance, two, sex or infidelity, three, compatibility, which would was a broad subject and would fall into where the power was irreconcilable differences, four, family, you know, your in-laws, that kind of thing, and five, abuse. Those are the four reasons for getting divorced or breaking up or a combination thereof. Now, the intent was if we could give information to people about those areas, that if they concentrated on those five areas while they're dating, they should be able to make a choice in a partner that is going to last because if you're on the same page in those five areas, then uh, you should be able to negotiate everything else and uh, nothing else that I found in a court paper said you would break up, split up, or divorce for any other reason than those. And that was it. So that's what this show has always been about. And tonight I'm going to do one on one of those three. One of those five, which is irreconcilable differences, which I've never done before. So what, what is irreconcilable differences? Where two people can't agree and they feel that the marriage cannot go on. Simple as that. Two people can't agree and they feel there's no way they can have a meeting of the minds. It's a stalemate. And we're going to give you some of those stalemates tonight. But more importantly, I brought on my good friend, Dr. Aaron Chapeau. He's going to be here to discuss, as a relationship expert, some of the things that he's seen as a person who's in the business of trying to keep people together, especially when they come to him to work out their differences. Uh, We're going to talk about 
irreconcilable differences from his perspective and, you know, clients that he's had that have had that issue and uh, see how they worked it out. Yeah. We're going to discuss that with an expert. As I've already always told you guys, I'm just the host of the show. Um, we have experts to handle everything else. <laughs> and we're going to do that with our good friend, Dr. Tupo, tonight. So we want you to stick around. Don't go anywhere because we've got that coming up and uh, a whole lot more. But, um, yeah, that's, that's where we are tonight. In the meantime, in between time, I guess it's time for me to kick it off with some music. How about that? I've got something for you by Greg Karukas. Yeah, this was entitled Walking in Time on the lovezoneusa.com.
the Love Zone USA. Back to back to back to back to back to back.
Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Charlie Wilson, and you're listening to... The Love Zone USA, where you can listen to your heart, and we live and learn. And learn.
Oh, you just got a menage a trois. Menage a trois. That's Greg Karukas walking on air featuring Vincent Igala. Here inside the Love Zone USA, as I said, you got a triple play. Menage a trois. Got some Greg Karukas in Always and Greg Karukas walking in time. We're going to come back with more good music uh, by something by uh, Justin Timberlake. We're going to come back and be with you right after this. Want to generate more traffic and sales for your business starting now? Well, here's the marketing tool you've been looking for. What about advertising your business product or service to singles? Well, everybody knows. Singles have the most money to spend, and the LoveZoneUSA.com has accumulated the largest audience of singles on Internet radio. They've done this through a variety of shows discussing sex and controversial topics in the areas of relationships, dating, and marriage. They've also attracted celebrities to their show who are known by millions of listeners and fans, like The Temptations, divorce attorney Raul Felder, Gloria Allred, and Danny Glover. Your business will be exposed as a sponsor of a variety of shows with universal themes featuring love and music, celebrities, sex, and other controversial topics, offering your business maximum exposure to singles who have the most discretionary income to spend. So contact one of our business consultants today so they can show you how you can generate more traffic and sales to your website by becoming a sponsor of the LoveZoneUSA.com. And if you want to contact one of those representatives, just send an email with a commercial in the subject line. Send it to sales at the lovezoneusa.com. And we've got Tuesday nights, something special for you. It's called Plus Size Life Entertainment, where being plus size is never negative. With our hosts, Jackie and Zuhaila, be sure to check them out every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. here inside the Love Zone USA. And if you want to know, well, we've got a special show for you tonight, Irreconcilable Differences, Compatibility with our guests, Dr. Aaron Tupo, he's going to be here in just a little while. Right now, we're going to get into some more music. If you're looking for that special someone, this is the place to be, as we're going to try to get you together with your soulmate. Here it is, by Justin Timberlake on the Love Zone USA. Summer starts now. I love your heart. Be giving me riddles. I can feel your frequency, so unique, in other words, such a freak, let me freak, I wanna be, wanna be, I wanna be, wanna be your roommate, for tonight, let me put my soul on your only pride, let me pull you up out your body. Tonight 
Countdown Show Check with Tony Diamond. Show. Tune in as Tony Diamond counts down the top seven songs and mixes right here on the Love right Zone USA. Love Zone. Each and every Friday, 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard PM. Time. Be sure to tune in and tell a friend. Tune in and, and tell, tell a, a friend. The Love Zone Where do I begin? You are like my favorite friend. I'm saying never since the first day. I never wanted this to end. This was love at first sight. Yeah, love at first sight. When everything was going wrong, you made it alright. You told me I'm better, better than I knew. Now you helped me do all things, all things in you. Tell me where do I begin? You are like my favorite friend. Love so incredible, never want it to end. Oh, how I love you. Let's stay together. I wanna bless up. I'm talking about bless up. I wanna know you, know you better. Come on and bless up. I'm talking about bless up. Wanna tell everybody, gotta tell everybody that you are the greatest and you can't be replaced. Oh how I love you. Let's stay together. I wanna bless up. Come on, let's bless up. The question is, will I leave you? The answer is, oh no, just ask my friends, they know, when it comes to you, I'm so, where you leave me, I'ma follow, where you leave me, I'ma follow, not talking about pics on the ground, but where you leave me, I'ma follow, anywhere you go, I don't really care, cause anywhere you're not, I don't wanna be there, the question is, will I leave you, the answer is, oh no, I feel this love in my soul, and I just wanna let the world know, let the world know, Let's stay together. I wanna bless up. I'm talking about bless up. I wanna know you, know you better. Come on and bless up. I'm talking about bless up. Wanna tell everybody, gotta tell everybody that you are the greatest and you can't be replaced. Oh how I love you. Let's stay together. I wanna bless up. Come on, let's bless up. I can't hide, I can't hide that I like it. No one lie, no one lie, no one like it. And you make me come alive, and I feel like I can fly. For me so far, that's a fact, and I'm never going back. Let's stay together, let's stay together. I wanna bless up, I wanna bless up. Talking about bless up, talking about bless up. I wanna on the scene. Her name is Corinne Hawthorne. She's talking about Bless Up, kind of music you'll hear every Sunday right here on the Hip Hop Christian Connection. Every Sunday at 4 p.m. If you want to hear the latest and greatest and the uh, best of uh, gospel and hip hop, well, be sure to check out our new host, Tasha Little Queen. It's called the Hip Hop Christian Connection. Every Sunday on the Love Zone USA at 4 p.m. Well, as I told you tonight, we got a show that I think uh, I've never done. It's called Irreconcilable Differences. 
and compatibility, which is such a broad area. I'm going to bring in our, you know, expert doctor. Yes, he is America's love doctor, and I'm going to bring him on right now. His name is Dr. Tripo. He's going to help us out with this subject matter. Dr. Tripo, good evening. Welcome to the Love Zone again. Good evening. Thank you, Mike T. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure to have you. It's my pleasure to have you because all I can do is give opinions, as I tell everybody. I'm here learning just like everybody else with our motto. It's the place where you can listen to the music, love, and learn. So we're going to let the two teach us tonight. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Well, uh, you know, this subject uh, really is dear, near and dear to my heart because it's so vague. Uh, I guess when we talk about dating and uh, irreconcilable differences, is, is a way you can get out of a marriage. And I was looking it up today and yesterday when I was doing, um, you know, preparation for the show, and uh-huh. said basically that irreconcilable differences was where two people couldn't agree and they couldn't come to a common ground, and therefore mm-hmm. it was irreconcilable and, mm-hmm. you know, due for divorce. So in your experiences mm-hmm. with the people that you've counseled through the years, can you name some areas where people have not been able to find common ground? Sure. Um, it's, a lot, it's a lot of different areas. Of course, it's, um, parenting is one, uh, sexual intimacy. Um, a lot of times people just, uh, they're so irreconcilable with everybody, they just find everything to disagree and argue about. Um you know, it's just like looking for an argument. People are just, they're hell-bent on being right. And so they'll argue about some of everything. And uh, those are some of the big ones, the parenting, the sex, uh, the finances, uh, these types of things. But a lot of times, if they were just more agreeable, if they would communicate more effectively, um, then it, you could bridge a lot of this gap of irreconcilable differences. You could bridge this gap of incompatibility if we would learn how to communicate more effectively, compromise more, and cooperate with each other. But a lot of times we haven't been raised to do that. And so that's what I do in my in my practice. I show people how to do those things that will help them bridge that gap. Well, it seems like there was a list of them when I looked online, and you touched on a couple of them. In-laws mm-hmm. and extended family, it said balance between home and work, communication yep. pattern sexual intimacy, right. personal habits and idiosyncrasies, sharing mm-hmm. household responsibilities, political views, oh, yeah. de- difficulties, disciplining children. Oh, I found that right. one interesting. Um, <laughs> work that causes proactive long-distance separation, uh, personality conflicts. You know, I want to touch on a couple of these, uh, Dr. Tapo, if we can. So let's talk hey, about I see them all in my. <laughs> we go on down the list, man. I see that all every day. <laughs> so all let's above. talk about <laughs> when uh, you know, two people are dating, they get engaged, they get married, and in this engagement, she knows what he does for a living. She knows what he knows what she does for a living. Mm-hmm. But you get married, and now you know they're working and building their you know thing, and. Uh, We'll call him Joe, for lack of a better analogy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Joe thinks he has to get another job to help make ends meet. And he does, and the job is requiring him to travel a lot, a lot. Right. More so than his other nine to five, which was, you know, go to work, come home, and be with your baby girl, your wife. 
So mm-hmm. I'm looking at this one that's uh, work that causes protracted long distance separation. So now right. he's a traveling, you know, director for some company. He's making more money, but he's not with her. So mm-hmm. tell me how two people, because, you know, that wasn't happening during dating or engagement. They both had right. nine to fives and they, you know. So this change has caused a, a problem where she doesn't want him to travel and right. he's traveling because he's making more money. So there's a change in the relationship. So give me a, a breakdown of how this is not reconcilable. It is reconcilable. Uh, but the problem is that people aren't willing to pay the cost to reconcile. So, you know, a lot of these things are reconcilable, but if you're not willing, people say, well, you're forcing to. I had to. Rarely do you have to do anything. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to take the job. You don't. It's just that people don't want to suffer the consequences or missed opportunities. And so it is reconcilable. I remember when when my wife and I got together, it's all, you know, a lot comes down to your priorities and what's important to you. When my wife and I got together, we said that, well, what if. We applied. I was applying to graduate school. She was applying to graduate school, but we were applying at different places. Yeah. And so we said, what are we going to do if one person gets accepted one place and the other person, uh, they have a job opportunity or something other place? And we said that we would we would take the better deal. Whoever got the better deal, we would go that way. And But the one thing that we were not going to do was be separate from each other because you don't come okay. together in a union or a marriage to be separate from each other. And I've seen these long-distance relationships really put a real bad strain on people because they start valuing money more than they do uh, their marriage and their family. And then they start uh, rationalizing it by saying, well, I'm doing it for my family. I got to make this money uh, for my family, but you'll turn around and you won't have any family left. And so you got to really prioritize what's more important. And if you put money before your family, that's the cart before the horse. And then you Mm -hmm. have the cart before the horse, that's backwards. Money should be in service to our family, not the other way around. You will destroy your family. I have a YouTube video that uh, people might want to look at at another time, and it says career uh, career and um, money versus marriage and family, what would King Midas say? So I, I would just recommend that you viewers pull that up on YouTube. Type in my name, Aaron Turpo, and then I'll talk more about that. It's actually a reconcilable difference, but people don't want to pay the price. So let me take this one step further on this um, agreement. Now, he, he agrees to not take this job, director of yeah. whatever. Director, right. I'll call it director of the world. And he's going to take something else that is more local, less travel. Yeah. Right. But he's not making enough money. So we already right. know that money is the number one reason for divorce. Now let's just throw this little monkey wrench in the game. They're not yeah. making enough money together, and they're not mm-hmm. making ends meet, and they're arguing. Mm-hmm. So now yeah. he feels, the man feels like, you know, had I taken the other job, baby girl, yeah. we wouldn't be having these discussions. I took this job to, you know, be close to family so I could help you with the babysitting and little boo-boo over here. So now he's got <laughs> an argument on this end. What what do you say to that couple when they come in your office and he's constantly, you know, he's saying, hey, Dr. Tabo, if I had to take any other job, we wouldn't be arguing about me not being around boo-boo, you know, I mean, or I'm with boo-boo now, but I'm not making enough money. So what yeah. would you say to that couple then? Well, again, it comes back down to the priorities. What's more important to you, your family or money? 
And so there's going to be a cost to everything. That's an opportunity cost when you don't take that job. Uh, Same thing for me. I remember one time um, I had just started my practice. And before I started my practice, I was a corporate trainer. And I would travel around the country and I would train people in diversity on on, about big companies like Coke, Honda, and these types of places. And I was making good money. I was good at it, talking about racism and sexism and these types of things. But I I started my practice and I I needed to dial back and I stopped doing uh, the diversity training. And then I was having a whole lot of, um, but I had a whole lot of expenses and the money wasn't coming in. I was like, oh my gosh, I got to figure something out. And right when I was going through that, I got two phone calls from these consulting gigs that consulting companies that told me, "Hey, Turpo, we got some gigs coming down the pipeline. You want to get back in the game?" And then I and I thought and I thought, "Hustle man, he popped out of my chest. He was like, "Yo, bro, let's get that cheese, man. Let's do it. Let's get on the in the air. Let's get start flying. <laughs> you know, let's do this thing." But then I had to really get centered again about my priorities. What's most important? And then because I got centered on my priorities and because I knew that family was more important to me than money, and I do need to make money, it's very important to me, I said, you know what, I'm not getting back in that air because it took me away from my family too much. I wasn't there to raise my kids. I wasn't there uh, to love my wife. And so I chose, I turned down the offers, and I said, I just got to get my hustle and grind on here locally. Failure is not an option. And I got I, I want both. I don't want to sacrifice a higher priority for a lower priority. And if you're in touch with your priorities, it'll help you make the best decisions for you. But oftentimes people will say that they value the family more, but they, they don't. Their behavior doesn't reflect that. And I can tell you story after story of people following the money because that's what we tend to value in our culture, and it really destroys their marriage and their family. Well, I'm sure you've given our – audience some real good insight on this particular segment. We're going to come back with Dr. Tipola, and tonight we're going to take uh, your phone calls if you want to call in. We're going to do that a little later on, but we're going to come back when we talk to Dr. Tipola. We're going to talk to him about this one that's really interesting to me, personal habits and idiosyncrasies. Sounds like they should have discovered that during dating, but we're going to find out more about it when we return with Dr. Tipola here inside the love zone. We're talking about irreconcilable differences. On the Love Zone USA, I got huge groove. We call this one Mr. Groove on the LoveZoneUSA.com.
Voice is cool, the cool in the gang. When you want the best in love and entertainment, be sure to listen to the Girlfriend Network, where you not only get advice on dating, but the best music on the internet, with a little summer madness on the Love Zone, USA.com. Take us one side We'd be in the same time zone Looking through your timeline Seeing all the rainbows I, I got an idea And I know that it sounds crazy I just want to see you Oh, I gotta ask Do you got plans tonight? I'm a couple hundred miles from Japan tonight I was thinking I could fly to your hotel tonight Cause I can't get you off my mind Can't get you off my mind Can't get you off my mind oh. I can feel the tension We can cut it with a knife I know it's more than just a friendship I can hear you thinking right, yeah Do I gotta convince you That you shouldn't fall asleep It'll only be a couple hours And I'm about to leave Do you got plans tonight? I'm a couple hundred miles from Japan tonight I was thinking I could fly to your hotel tonight Cause I can't get you off my mind Can't get you off my mind Can't get you off my mind Say you got plans tonight I was hoping I could get lost in your paradise The only thing I'm thinking about is you tonight Cause I you off my mind, can't get you off my mind. I can't seem to get you off my mind. I can't seem to get you off my Tony Diamond and the Tony Diamond Countdown here on the Love Zone USA. Be sure to check them out tomorrow night, 8 
until nine. That's uh, where you hear the top seven songs of the last seven days. The best of today's R&B, hip hop, and a little bit of reggae thrown in there. We're going to bring back in Dr. Tupo. And uh, as I said, once we return, I want to talk to him about this uh, idiosyncrasies and um, personal habits. And the question would be, Dr. Tupo, uh, with, with people's personal habits. Now, it says to me that you would know this person through dating. And through dating, you and engagement, at some point, you would understand this person's personal habits. Now, there's an old saying, you don't know a person until you live with them, meaning the socks are thrown here, there, or everywhere. I, I, I kind of, I the question is going to be posed this way. Okay, so you're dating, you never live together. At some point during dating or engagement, I, don't, I think you would live with a person for at least a week, if not a month, before you <laughs> marry them. I would think. You know, yeah, don't make it a lifetime, don't make it six months, but a week or a month, and you could stand someone's personal habits or idiosyncrasies. Am I wrong that this should not ever be an irreconcilable difference, or can you give me an example, once two people are married, that these personal habits may change or something, or idiosyncrasies come in that you've heard of that would cause this stalemate? I think that people can uh, reconcile a lot of these differences that uh, that they that appear. You can hear me, okay, Mike? Yes, yes. Definitely. Okay, yeah. Um, and I agree with you. I think that uh, people should um, actually. I think it's a good idea to move in uh, before you get married, particularly during the uh, engagement period. I think the engagement period should be like a probationary period. And uh, but I tell people don't move in until you're engaged and the date is set. I mean, that, that gives you a time period, just like when you're on a probation at a job or some other organization. Just are we going to be able to – the question is not do you love each other. Unfortunately, in our culture, we use that as the as the default, uh, should we get married, do we love each other. That's not a good reason to get married. That's not the only <laughs> reason, just because you love each other. I know that's counter mm. to love songs and counter to Hollywood, but the the better question is can you live together for the long haul? And so only, uh, you know, getting together and trying to feel each other out to see how compatible we are, how incompatible we are, do we have these differences that are irreconcilable, you have to give it out, give it a, tr- give it a chance, uh, move in with each other. And I think that's the, the best thing that you can do. Um, you know, if it's major things like a drug habit or alcoholism or uh, flirting with women and cheating, and those things can tend to be irreconcilable, but... A lot of the little idiosyncrasies can be worked on in your marriage, uh, change your behavior, fine-tune so we can improve who we are. Uh, But I definitely think, as you were alluding to, that moving in together beforehand can really help that out. And and sharing household responsibilities, I see that on the list. Now, he doesn't want to ever take out the garbage. Um, I don't know that I'd have that conversation while dating or during engagement, but if that's a pet peeve of somebody's and it mm-hmm. comes up during marriage as far, as far as sharing household responsibilities, their mm-hmm. job to make up the bed or whatever, again, I agree mm-hmm. with you. Most of these should be able to be worked out. But have you heard of these sharing responsibilities or I've got the uh, the woman's complaining, well, I work too. Uh, why should I come home and cook dinner? He can cook some. Right. I mean, you know, do you ever hear of these? Kind of thing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I definitely. Usually, the the typical case is 
the band of women get together, and he expects just to do the traditional man role, just work and bring home money, and then come sit down in front of the TV and and don't do anything else the rest of the night. Well, he expects the woman to take care of the house, take care of the kids, and she went out and worked too. And so this is a typical uh, strain that's put in marriages, and it's not really fair to women um, because, uh, you know, women are out there helping the man fulfill his traditional role as far as bringing home the, the money, and then he doesn't want to pitch in typically to do more things around the house as far as helping the kids and the household chores. So that's the typical what I see. And, there's, of course, there's differences in, in that. Sometimes it's flip, or the man's doing everything and the woman's not doing anything. But uh, that, that does seem to be a, a major problem that I see. Household chores and the distribution of labor can be definitely uh, one of those arguing points. And again, it's reconcilable, but you need to be able to cooperate, hold the relationship as a priority. And and if you do these things, then you can actually get through it. But you got to hold the relationship as a priority. But in the sense that, you know, men are raised, look, I'm bringing home the bacon. So, you know, you you take care of woman's work. And, and a lot of men think yeah. that way. Now, yeah. you, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, you know, white men have this thing where they go over to Russia or China to get a woman. And she's more submissive and mm-hmm. she does that dream that you rate a lot of a lot of guys are raised with you know she's going to take care of the home she's going to be submissive she's going to do all of these things if i'm bringing home the bacon yeah. if a man is rated that way and he has that thinking i think you would discover that during dating or during engagement right. versus once you got married and understood understood that this was a, a picking bone for him and I think that's why guys go and get Russian women and 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 the um, you know Asian women because they are that way. They're going to let you be the man, and you come home and you watch a little TV or you drink a beer, and everything else is going to be taken care of. So, yeah. how come people aren't discovering this during dating? Is my question to you, or do you ever ask that, or did something change in the relationship for the to get to well? That? They're not asking these questions. They're not. They're not looking at who they're getting with. They get this. They say. They say stuff that they don't don't really mean. Uh, you know, what kind of woman you like? Oh, I like a strong, independent woman. Got her own, doing her own thing. <laughs> and they say all that fashionable shit, and they don't believe that. You don't want a woman like that. Well, they learn that that's what you're supposed to say, and it's cool. But they don't think. They don't think about what they're saying. They're just talking out the side of their mouth. Because if you get that, right. and you'll be in my office, I'm like, oh, you know, she this and she that. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> she won't do this, she won't do that. Well, that's what you got with, bro. I mean, you got a woman who's out here making it, trying to make some money, probably making more money than you, and then you want to come home and try to domesticate her and put her in the kitchen. What sense does that mm-hmm. make? Come on. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I got another one before we go into music. Um We've got a big one here, political views. Now, I can see today uh, where if you if you were – how can I – I want to I wanna phrase this correctly because I figure somewhere – well, no, I'm, I'm just going to flat out say that what uh, Dr. Gwendolyn Goldsby Grant told me one time, God mm-hmm. rest her soul. She used to come on the show mm-hmm. and she would say, if you really want to find out about a person, talk about politics. Because mm-hmm. politics will bring up all the issues of health and, you know, these different topics and subjects. What do you feel about abortion and 
all of these different things. So, Dr. Chappelle, political views, I see that on the list here. Trump mm-hmm. versus someone Someone is a Trump supporter and the other person is a Democrat supporter. Mm-hmm. But they got together before Trump got in office. So that means the last mm-hmm. um, president would have been uh, Bush. Okay. So mm-hmm. no problems while, while Bush was in office. They were Democrat right. and Republican then. But now that right. Trump's in office and he's bringing up a whole lot of, you know, what I call teachable or speakable moments, grab them yeah. by the pussy, uh, I don't like Mexicans, Muslims, we're not going to let in the country. What do you do then when the person that you are, that you've agreed to be with dating engagement, they were Republican, they had a Republican president, now they got this one, and these discussions come up where you're finding out this person is a racist. What would you say to that? Oh, man, I tell you, I'm actually dealing with that right now with a couple. The very scenario oh, that you wow. just said, <laughs> and it, is not, it is not easy. Now, it's hard enough when you have people, one Democrat and one Republican, but it's, they tend to be able to reconcile it as long as uh, they're not uh, constantly talking about politics and into politics, but this type of culture that we created today, this 24-hour news cycle with uh, the media uh, just kissing Trump's ass as far as giving him all the attention that he wants, and it's just constantly, constantly, and then Trump, uh, you know, just being so extreme and insensitive, um, this definitely is causing a lot of friction in, in relationships, and, you know, I think one of the reasons, like with the couple I'm dealing with, is that uh, it's not so much that the Republican is that the fact that he would swallow the party line and all the uh, bullshit that uh, and lies that Trump is telling, and she just says she just questions his whole sanity. Period. That somebody who would <laughs> you know swallow and believe all this stuff when they're just being lied to like that. And um, right. it's hard for me to be objective because I agree with. You see, you say for me, Doctor. <laughs> I don't know how anybody <laughs> could swallow what this man. I mean, <laughs> never thought. I don't know how many people thought they would be missing George Bush about now. You know, <laughs> <laughs> never thought I would those words would come out of my mouth. So 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 do you think that is a okay so they come out of your office they don't agree uh and you said earlier you did say that most of these situations are reconcilable so yeah. what do you do in a case like that where it's changed you know i mean it has it well let me put it this way like i said the person dating you was dating during the time of uh, bush you got engaged yeah. during bush and you as a mm-hmm. Democrat didn't have a problem with that. Well, you probably had yeah. your differences, but still, you know, you were going along with the dating and the engagement and the sex and everything else was good. Now yeah. Trump comes into office, and now you, you're you're expressing views similar to his. Uh, you know, we need to keep the Mexicans out and the Muslims, and I don't care about, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think anybody who was in the uh, army who, who didn't, they got captured so they didn't win or they're not a hero. And you start hearing this other person come out the side of their mouth with things that, like you said, you, you don't agree with. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you think should do at that point if they can't resolve it? Is that Irreconcilable. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, it can be irreconcilable. Um, 
you know, this one couple, uh, it's starting to look like it may not be because, see, what happens is just like when when religion, that's another, you know, you grow up, they tell you don't talk about politics and religion with people. And why is that? Why well, do they tell you that? Right? Well, all, all, all the differences. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. That's because why those are extreme. Those are, real, those are real close to people's hearts. They're real extreme. And, uh, you know, I went to seminary and I had a seminary roommate and we were debating an issue around theology and religion. And I mentioned one of my viewpoints, my beliefs. He looked at me like I had horns growing out of my head. And he didn't want to, he didn't, he didn't talk to me the rest of the semester. Took all the books he borrowed from me, slammed them, threw them in my room. I was, oh my gosh. You know, right, just because right. we had a difference in belief. And so, the problem is what Trump is doing is bringing out this extremism. And when you follow somebody who's an extremist, now the more extreme you get, the more you're going to put your relationship with people at uh, at a risk because the extreme really strains. Moderate people, they can live with these differences, but when you get real extreme, you're really putting relationships to a strain. And so um, if you have one person extreme and another person extreme, that can definitely be irreconcilable. But even if you have one person who's extreme, that makes it irreconcilable. Now, if people are more moderate about their religious beliefs, more moderate about their political beliefs, then you can work with those differences. It's the people who, when they start going to the extreme, and Trump is bringing out the extreme, that's when they start becoming irreconcilable. Mm. Well, we're going to come back and talk about another one that I saw today. Actually, uh, when you know I was getting ready for to do this show, it was Tony Braxton, and she was. Mm-hmm. I saw that one on the, on the red table. She was talking about her her ex husband, and the reason she really got divorced. We're going to talk about that. It's when when. Uh, but her ex husband. I try to keep up. Which ex husband is this? How many ex husbands does she have? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this was the first one The guy in mint condition That produced mint okay. condition I forget his name Yeah this was the first one We're going to talk about that Because then she uh, developed lupus And it uh, was a health thing And she uh, admitted to uh, You know Will's wife uh, Jada Pinkett That the reason they really got divorced Was because you know She got lupus And she couldn't work We're going to talk about that With Dr. Tapone. We're going to be taking your calls When we return But right now We're going to go in a little bit Of earth, wind, and fire Right after this The Love Zone USA The Love Zone USA USA. USA. Here Zone USA.
this is Big Daddy Kane. And trust me, when it comes to love, there's no half-stepping on the love zone. USA.com. about they fell out of love. We're going to talk about that with our 
guest, uh, Dr. Turpo, who's here on our show, Irreconcilable Differences, and uh, I'm going to bring him back in right now, but before I get to Cardi B's situation, which he alluded to right at the beginning of the show, I want to talk about this uh, Tony Braxton and lupus. So, Dr. Turpo, when they say in sickness and in health at the uh, the wedding, they say that, mm-hmm. right in the marriage vows. You're going to take this mm-hmm. person for for better or for worse, sickness and in health. And she admitted uh, with Jada Pinkett on a little roundtable discussion. I happened to check it out today. She said the real reason was because I wasn't able to, uh, you know, tour. He became caretaker. So what do you say about that when people take a vow for a sickness and the health, and she's now admitting that her marriage, um, because of health, and he would have to be caretaker. That caused the split in their relationship. What would you say to a couple with that being the case? Yeah, I mean uh, that just shows the real deal. That was a test. He failed. He failed that test as far as his commitment level and how dedicated mm-hmm. he was to loving. So he yeah. failed that test. And um, unfortunately, you don't know that until uh, the, the sickness actually happens. And so. Um, we really need to take time and get to know people before we marry them, but we usually don't do that. We go on we go on whims and chemistry and love and all those things, and then we get whipped up into a frenzy. And the preacher says, "Say these vows." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, man. Whatever I do, let's go." Well, I got a good one for you. This one uh, comes in the financial area, you know, because, like you said, you know, she's a pretty woman. She's fine. The sex is good. You get married, yada, yada. You have two kids. And then she develops this lupus. So that's a monkey wrench. You know, I'll say at some point the devil's going to enter your relationship and throw some some cards in there that you're going to be dealt with that you didn't have to deal with during dating or engagement, but now you have to deal with under marriage. Another card, before I get to this financial one, would be, and I I think I've had this discussion with guys at the barbershop. So you get married. Everything is speechy, creamy, dating, engagement. You get married. And primarily men. I think this is primarily men. But I want to see if you run across this in your practice. Mm -hmm. So they get married. Then the baby comes out, and he is not um, perfect. He could be deformed or retarded mm-hmm. or uh, something. And, you know, they say irreconcilable differences. This is something that cannot be reconciled. So the guy was, his image of life with a woman, pretty woman, whatever, was that they'd have a, you know, kind of not perfect family, but a family mm-hmm. that everybody was healthy. So now this is a autistic or whatever kind of child, and he wants to bail. What would you say about that? Yeah, again, it's that commitment level. What if the woman says she wants to bail? You know, how come the how come right. we get to bail? You know, right. Uh, right. It's about Either being committed. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's usually the man, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but you don't have to. You don't have to bail. Again, it's about your priorities and uh, paying the cost, paying the price. And it's just a you know a lot of people fail the test of commitment. Uh, you, you know, they just want to, some people aren't up to it. And it depends, you know, how much do you really love this person? How committed are you really to this person? And if you're really committed and you're really going to be in there, then you'll stand that test of time. 
but it's different for everybody. Not to stand in judgment toward anybody, but you really need to think about who you're getting with and are you going to really be committed, you know, over the long haul. So my devil's advocate question to you is how do you test that? Everything's peachy creamy during dating, engagement. You haven't had a baby yet, but now the baby comes out and he's not, you know, he's um, deformed or whatever. Or in the case yeah. of, I heard, I heard today. Now that's on social media. Matter of fact, uh, Kevin Hart said, "I can't do a gay baby. I can't do a gay boy." So now uh-huh. you have a baby. The boy is now gay. You're the man. You you can't do this. You want out. I, you, yeah. you know that's difficult for you to handle. How do you during dating find that out about a man? When you're talking about commitment level, this is a card you yeah. dealt with later on that you had right. never had to deal with, and now it pops up, and lo and behold, you want out. You just you're, yeah. you're not built for that. Having a date, gay son, he said it on social yeah. media today. So, so yeah. how, how, what do you say to that, Doctor Paul? Yeah, I'm just curious. I didn't know he said that. What did he did he have a gay son? He's just talking hypothetically, Kevin Hart. He was hypothetically. I I saw it on social media. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've known people that actually had to face this uh, situation. And if you really, you know, these issues, there's no way to test ahead of time uh, whether or not. But what what you can look at is just observe people's character and observe people, how uh, how they handle tough times. Observe them, what their priority is. And so I've seen people very devastated and disappointed when they get news such as uh, somebody uh, being deformed, like you said, or somebody, uh, one of their kids ends up being gay. Um, that, these are defining moments in people's lives to to really see what they're made of. How dedicated are they to the family? There's no way really that you can test until you hit those, those testing points. Uh, the only thing that you can do is just try to judge a person based on what you see and how they do handle the situations that they do come across. You know, but I think people really be upset, but they don't – most of the people that I've known don't turn away uh, from their children when they, like you mentioned, being uh, gay or deformed. But I see people, you know, which is encouraging. I see people rise to the occasion. I see that. <laughs> so, um and until you're at that moment, you wouldn't can never, never say never because you don't know what you would do until you were in that. Uh, you know, don't say, "Oh, I'd always be there. I'd never turn away." You don't know, not until you're in in right. that situation. Right. Well, I like to sweat people to death on a date. When I go on a date, I like to sweat them to death. I like I like for their palms to get sweaty. You know, mm-hmm. I, one of my questions is like, uh, well, it's 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 a real interesting one because it actually happens with in-laws mm-hmm. and I always pose this to somebody to find out who they are mm-hmm. okay and this is just a hypothetical situation on a date you say but by the way you know let's let's say you were dating a man and you know he, he, you met his mother and let's say y'all didn't hit it off knowing mm-hmm. that you're not going to be living together you know you, you, you don't give a rat's ass mm-hmm. but as you go through dating engagement now you're married the man's mother has Alzheimer's, but she's calling you all kind of bitches somewhere along the line. Mm-hmm. She, she don't like you at the barbecue, at the turkey, at the Christmas, and hates you during Valentine's Day. But mm-hmm. now the guy says, I got to have her live in. We got an extra room upstairs. Mm-hmm. So she has Alzheimer's. I'm going to be her caretaker. On a date, mm-hmm. 
you can propose that as a hypothetical, and people can answer it any way they want to. But if they're mm-hmm. honest, you can kind of detect who they are and 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 how they answer that question. What would you do if the mother-in-law didn't like you and she needed yeah. a place to stay? That's a good one. That's a good one. And I, I think that's a good test just to see what people say. It's good to ask people questions, hypotheticals. You can get some some um, sense of who they are. So I think you're absolutely right. That's good. Uh, uh, you know, I got that from one of my coaches one time. He said, you know, Mike, what people do in practice is nine times out of ten what they'll do in a game. And while you're mm-hmm. sitting across that table from somebody as a date, it's not mm-hmm. like you said. I agree with you 1,000% that it's not the real situation. Right. But you can, <laughs> you, can, you can get some – that's a practice, and you can get some insight. Mm-hmm. And I got another one for you before we close up. This is, this is when I took off the Internet today. Uh-huh. So you ask somebody, and, and, you, and you ask them this question. Your partner brings you to a casino and gives you mm-hmm. $50 to gamble with. Mm-hmm. You win $100,000. How much do you <laughs> give them? <laughs> uh, no, oh, a a 50000 B, $50. C, $1,000. D, zero. <laughs> So, Dr. Chipotle, <laughs> tell me what you would think of someone at a dating situation, and you're throwing this out there after dinner, and they say zero. Mm-hmm. Say zero. That gives you an idea who you're dealing with. They're all about themselves. <laughs> That's a good question. I like but, that. But, 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 but they smirk and laugh about it, though. Here, here we go. They laugh about it. <laughs> yeah. So do you take the yeah. the real deal or you know? <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of like again, yeah. I mean, you know, I, they could go the other extreme. And what was the what was the most amount in those options? What was the most? A thousand dollars. A thousand dollars. No, no, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Fifty thousand. That was a fifty fifty split. Fifty thousand. They gave you fifty dollars. Yeah. You won a hundred thousand. Uh, they fifty thousand. You gave the person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Now, if a chick asked me that, and I was dating, I'd just say the most is fifty thousand, baby. You know, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to get in there. <laughs> but <laughs> people would do that, you know. <laughs> so, but it does get a it does, you know, if they say zero, then you know, then that lets you know who you're dealing with. <laughs> it make no bones about it. Yeah, I'm justified in saying that. That now that would be a concern. <laughs> they just outright said zero. <laughs> I could understand they said fifty thousand. Like I tell my wife all the time, baby, if I could have had the babies for you, I would have had the babies for you, but darling. Yeah, I wish it was me. I say that to her all the time. No, I'm good and well, that shit ain't happening. Yeah, I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> but get that's the what I'm saying about that. that thank you. To your point, you don't know what a person's gonna do until it really happens. You know, right. you go up there, hundred thousand dollars pops out. They told you during dating that they would give you fifty grand, but now they got a car note. There's all kind of bills yeah. they was in debt before. <laughs> you know. Yeah, you remind me of you remind me of that story that that uh, the guy came home and said, "Baby, pack your bags. We won the lottery." She said, "Oh my gosh, that's wonderful. Where are we going?" He said, "I don't know where you're going, but you're getting the hell out of here." <laughs> Because <laughs> <You know>, <laughs> I got plans. 
And it ain't <laughs> with you, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Well, tonight's show, I really enjoyed doing this one with you, Dr. DePaul. You, as usual, you brought some great insight and advice to people who, you know, may, may it, it, it could help them. I think it could help them in the um, short term of, you know, questioning people to, to kind of see what side of the fits they're on. You know, because yeah. life deals you a whole bunch of different cards, and uh, mm-hmm. it's not until you dealt that card that you really know what you're working with. But you know, exactly. you can get some. Exactly. You know, you yeah. can get and, some you know, insights. And each one of those irreconcilable differences, man, that each one of those segments will make a good show. So those are good segments, good issues. Oh, I, I, I intend to, um, you know. To, to, to do some more of those because uh, they had a yeah. list that I'm telling you that is just uh, phenomenal that I found and I'm like you know I didn't even I, I've just never done a show on it and I was said I gotta call to go and see if yeah. we can slip this one in so again each one, those, everybody each, one those, each one of those issues are the, the very issues that I deal with in my practice on a daily basis each one of those things you mentioned wow wow and, and another quick one before I let you go there. Have you ever heard of relationship heroes? Not right off, no. Okay. Uh, I don't want to use the term that I uh, termed it when I was speaking to my ops manager, but it is a site that you can go to nowadays, call in, and get relationship advice. Oh, okay. And I've always wondered about that because every time I've had a show with you, I've always said, you know, Dr. Tatola, you know, uh, somebody from California wants to talk to you and yada, 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 and handle a problem. You have mm-hmm. also always, you know, cautioned me or made, made, made me aware that, you know, you're, you're licensed in the state of, you know, Georgia. And that right. I guess advice is, you know, when you're, when you're authorized to do what you do, it's not a cross country kind of thing. Um, right. So, so, you know, with these companies now, this company that I went online and checked out, I would have to, without using the terminology that I did before, say it's very similar to LegalZoom.com. Okay. So at LegalZoom.com, you can go to a lawyer in your local state, but if you need a will or some kind of paperwork drawn up, you go to LegalZoom.com. So now, yeah. as a licensed practice, practitioner for what you do, what do you feel about people getting advice long distance across the phone on various topics like we've discussed? Well, if people are doing that uh, long distance across the phone, uh, then more than likely they're not a licensed professional. And so you just have to understand who you're getting advice from. Uh, so okay. it's just kind of like, and but if they if they are licensed professional, then you want to question how do they not know they're not allowed to do this, and how ethical are they? <laughs> so <laughs> either way, <laughs> either way, you got to be careful of doing that. It's okay, but you got to consider the source where you're getting it from. You're not really getting it from a professional. So kind of like a Uber. gotcha. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, on that note, uh, Dr. Tupor, how how do people get in contact with you if they want, you know, to, sure. you know, I guess, run something by you and yeah, touch yeah. me? Uh, yeah, my, my, my website is uh, com, or it's easier to go to blacklovedoctor.com. Uh, again, that's blacklovedoctor.com. 
And on there I have information about my book, uh, The Harmonious Way, Find Love and Marriage by Playing Your True Note, and my CD called Courageous Communication, How to Have Hot Topic Conversations. And you can find both of these products on, on Amazon. And so for your listening viewers, my, my last name is spelled Turpo. It's T as in Tom, U-R-P as in Peter, E-A-U. And also they might want to check out my YouTube channel where I'm about on this show. Also on the Dr. Turpo show on that channel, I interview um, very inspiring people, one of, one of which is actually Mike, Mike T. Thomas. So they might want to definitely check that out. I'm sure that's one of my favorite interviews, the one I did with you. So they need to check that out. Thank you so much, Dr. Tripola. As always, you've always given great insight, and I love having you on the show. We'll be back in touch, and if I don't speak to you before then, you have a happy holiday with you and your family. You too, Mike. See, great show. Thank you. Thank you so much. As we continue, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give you a little bit of Ariana Grande, and this one is called Breathing on the Love Zone USA. <laughs> Some days things just take way too much of my energy. I look up and the whole world's ending. You take my kids away. I get so overcomplicate. People tell me to medicate.
this is Motown recording artist Kim. Tune in to TheLoveZoneUSA.com, and I'll talk with you soon. Pick up the phone, show me it was real. Pick up the phone, show me it was real. Pick up the phone, show me it was real. Pick up the phone. Yeah, yeah. I don't wanna put no pressure on ya. I just wanna put a blessing on ya. Since our last undressing session, I'm not really sure if you've been checking. I'm progressing. I just heard my songs are popping out in Macedonia and even Serbia. I don't mean to burden you. If you got a man since then, I understand. Last thing I want to do is get you jammed, especially if he's a fan. He probably never want to hear my shit again. And I need every single sound scan. But if you single and you down, then I'm in your town feeding for another round. I was counting down the days. Been more patient than a brown fan. Where that tip at? Probably on your shoulder, cause I forgot to hit back. Left you on red. Apologies are said, but often never meant. Well, f- that I repent for message never sent now. Hello, stranger. It's been a minute since we last kissed. By the way, I just got in town. And I won't let cumulus clouds all in the sky. Ruin my vibe Usually I don't do this often But since recruiting isn't an option Due to unusual rain and thunder Baby, I wonder Baby, I wonder Would you just put your sweats on Put your sweats on for me I got the plug, I made the call for green mm-hmm. I'm talking late night for ya Let me lay a great time on ya Don't hesitate, no, don't you Just say you will, will, will Come through and chill, chill, chill Just say you will, will Stranger, babe's been waiting Just as I recall that ass is still amazing I'm playing, baby, no, I'm saying, baby You love it, but you know I'm crazy So go ahead and pour a drink up I'm so glad we got to link up oh, yeah. Get to taking that off, taking that off of me I got the plug, I made the call for green mm-hmm. I'm talking late night for ya Let me lay a great time on ya Don't make me wait, no, don't you mm-hmm. Just say you will, will, will Come through and chill, chill, chill Just say you will, will, will Tell us some real shit. Yeah. 
In case my lack of reply had you catching them feelings yeah. Know you've been on my mind like Kaepernick kneeling uh-huh. Or police killings Or Trump saying slick shoot Manipulating poor white folks because they ignorant Blind to the struggles of the ones that got the pigment Lately I've been stressing cause it seems so malignant I need to feel your essence in my presence if you with it I guarantee you won't regret you did it The Love Zone USA, where you can listen to your heart, and we live and learn.
That's Ronald Isley along with Kim, my favorite thing here inside the LoveZoneUSA.com. My favorite thing to do is to be on the air with you. On this Thursday evening, yeah, we got a lot of great music coming up. Just getting ready to close out in just a few. But you got it from the horse's mouth tonight. Me and Dr. Tipo, uh, our guest, talking about reconcilable differences, compatibility. Hopefully you've got enough information to try to make better choices on your love mate, soul mate, or your partner, whichever one you want to choose. Yeah, here inside the Love Zone USA. Don't forget, we've got Soul Paradise every Wednesday where you get the best of oldies on the national platform. In between TuneIn, Stitcher, iTunes, and uh, iHeartRadio, you got it all right here on the Love Zone USA with my good buddy. His name is Rolls Royce. Be sure to tell your friends about it. Put it on your Instagram page, your uh, Twitter, and your Facebook page, and you know, let your friends know. This is the place to go if you want to download a podcast that gives you the best of oldies but goodies by an originator, not an imitator. we got more music coming up, but i like to also say to you that uh, this is the holiday season. we got about one more show before we get into our uh, year-end show and our Christmas show. Speaking of uh, gifts, well, you can always give to the person who has everything. A brand new product. It's called the Masterpiece Portable Amplifier, where you can connect any kind of speakers, old or new, as long as you, they are passive speakers. You can connect those speakers to the amplifier and stream your music from your phone, your tablet, your uh, laptop. It also has a USB port. You can plug your music in, and it's portable. You can take it anywhere, and it'll play 15 hours, up to 15 hours on one charge. That's the Masterpiece Portable Amplifier, and you can go to our website to get it. If you want more information, just go to our fan page, The Love Zone USA. That's facebook.com slash The Love Zone USA. You'll see a picture of it and uh, what it does and what it can do. Uh, And there's also a video where you can check it out right on YouTube. Just type in Masterpiece Bluetooth Amplifier or go to our Facebook page. It's all happening for you and yours. You can check that out. Well, I'd like to say... uh, you know, since I, you know, like I said, we got about one more show to do live uh, before we go into, you know, closing out the year with our reruns and uh, Christmas show and our New Year show. But uh, we'll be doing another show next week. Be sure to check out check out the Girlfriend Network every Monday night. That's uh, Charisma and Nacon, 9.30 in the evening, every Monday, where you get the, uh, what we call the Girlfriend Network, where women stay connected. And you get a dating love advice and, you know, information from females, giving you a female perspective of, on love, dating, sex, relationships, and marriage. Be sure to check them out. I'm sure you'll get some good information over there. It's our platform. Yes, indeed. And I'm going to do something for you tonight. i got some music coming up. But before I do, I'd like to talk about, you know, being prepared. I heard recently that um, – there was a situation where Steve Harvey uh, dropped off on one of his radio stations down in Dallas. And I understand they have new hosts there, a morning show with a gentleman named Rush and a young lady named Claudia Jordan. Well, you know, uh, I, I know that, you know, when you take somebody off the air and you put another show on, 
Hopefully you're wishing that that show gets ratings or doesn't lose listeners, et cetera, et cetera. But for those of you out there looking to do this as a profession, I'm getting ready to do some training on this. I'll probably do it either online or um, we may do it in person. But what you do need is training. You just can't, like the, like the uh, comedians say, they don't go in your Burger King and heckle you. Well, to do radio, it takes a lot more than just getting in front of a microphone and talking. It really does. And a lot of people don't have that talent. Can it be acquired? Yes, if you are trained for it. But if you see people that have been on many different stations, the reason the station usually, um, you might stay, not stay that tenure, is due to the fact that um, you may not have talent for that. There's a lot of different reasons, but that's one of the main ones. And I know Claudia Jordan has been on the Foxhole at Sirius. She's been on a station out in California, and now she's on the morning show in Dallas. Uh, to me, you know, when you bounce around like that, it says you might need some mentorship or some training that goes with that profession. Getting on the air and just talking extemporaneously, that is not how you build listenership or ratings. And for those of you who do want to get into this business, my best advice to you is make sure you get with somebody who's got a track record, who's done this, who's got numbers, who's built audience. It's one thing to do a show. Anybody can get on and talk, but it's another thing to do numbers, do them consistently, and build from those numbers. And that's what you have to do in this profession. And when you're doing it on a daily basis, it calls for a lot of preparation lots of preparation on a daily basis to keep people's interest, not only with the music, but the content. And if you have not been trained for this particular profession, let me tell you, there's a lot of work that goes into this, unless you've been trained by the best like I have been. Uh, This is not an easy position to do when your performance is rated on, well, what's your numbers like? How many people are listening to you? And If you're losing those people or turning them off, well, you're not going to be in this profession long, or you're going to find yourself another ship to land on. And I don't know how that show is doing in uh, Dallas, but I did see something on the Internet where she said uh, she had a meme, and it said something to the effect of uh, slaves as undocumented workers. I'd have to pull it up to be exact, but it was something to that effect. And one of the comments that I saw, which I thought was spot on, was how can you say slaves are undocumented workers? They didn't choose to come over here and work. The word slave (laughs) means they were forced just by the simple term slavery. So I understand there were some riffs about that and there were some, you know, listeners were upset about that meme and comments Uh, In this business, I can tell you from experience, a lot of things you just can't recover from, or you have to go away for in time out for a while. (laughs) So you have to be very cognizant of who you're talking to and what you say when you're on this radio. And the best way to do that is to be trained by people who know radio, who have done radio, who have been in radio a long time and understand the business because it is a business. And it does take talent. 
can be acquired if you're willing to put in work. On that note, look like the clock on the wall. So that's just about all for yours truly on this uh, <laughs> Thursday night. We're going to continue with more good music, and I'm going to take you into uh, you know, one of my favorite artists on this show. Until next time, what I want to say is, well, whatever you do, do it for two. It's more fun than one. As I always say in closing, I've enjoyed your company. I hope you've enjoyed mine. For those of you who did, I'll see you another time. This is Mike T on the Love Zone USA. And like I always say, well, if you put a little love in your life, it's going to be a lot better. We're going to close this evening with Mesa here on the LoveZoneUSA.com. Hi, this is Mesa. When I want to be loved good, I spend my evenings with Mike T on the LoveZoneUSA.com. He knows how to love you right.
Hi, this is Billy Brown. Hi, I'm Dolores. And I'm Bonnie. And I'm Denise. And we're the Ladies of Scott. When we want to hear music to rock our bodies, we listen to the LoveZoneUSA.com, where you can rock your body to our hits and music like this on the LoveZoneUSA.com. <laughs> 